we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work. In traffic so slow, connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Omario. Yes, hey, indeed. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been a minute, y'all. How y'all doing? It's been a long time. How are you, King? Yeah, man, all is well. Tell me about your morning uh, routine, man. What, what, what do you do in the morning when you wake up? Um, it depends. You know, the first thing is brush my teeth. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Good uh, <laughs> I mean, everything on a spiritual level. Oh, like, okay. How you, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I definitely uh, take a beat, you mm-hmm. know, um, usually do some breath work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Say some affirmations. Mm-hmm. And um, I pretty much get my day started after that. All right, right, right. Yeah. When, did you, when did you start doing this? Was this always your routine or this is something that you did later in life? Or Yeah, it's something that I, um, I found more uh, productive later on in life. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I've always been spiritual, mm-hmm. but um, just, you know... Adding the affirmations, it's just kind of, you know, um, and the breath work has kind of like definitely powered me up uh, in a different way than like drinking coffee or, you know, doing um, anything outside of myself. Yeah, I feel like at some point you went on a, a real journey of healing because I remember when you was on your physical routine yeah. with the boxing and everything. Yeah. And then it feels like at some point you started realizing I got to get mentally and emotionally stronger. Yeah. Also because of, of a lot of the things that, you know, that were like happened on the outside, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's why this book really kind of came into fruition, 
unbothered. Unbothered, the power of choosing joy because, you know, I needed to do something more. You know what I mean? I needed to turn inside and, you know, uh, really, you know, figure out what worked for me. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the breath work, you know, the mantras, all of these things that I'm sharing uh, in the book definitely put me, you know, on another level just as far as emotional intelligence, you mm-hmm. know. Um, our culture, you know, really struggles with that. Man. You know what I mean? Um, Man. Emotional uh, maturity. And maturity just period, you know what I'm saying? As, as I've grown, you know, as a father, being a parent, you know what I mean? Like, life has definitely showed me that, you know, things are not always happening to you. Things are happening for, for you. you. You know what I'm saying? You feel like this book saved you? Uh, in what, a way. What you, your practices, do you feel like it saved you? With, like you said, everything going on from the industry. Do you yeah. feel like if it wasn't for some of the things that you practiced in this book, that you would have wilded out and did yeah. something stupid? And For sure. For sure, because it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to succumb to your uh, you know, emotions and to um, not be thoughtful. You know, and that's what really being unbothered is about, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people get misconstrued like what unbothered is about because, you know, it's definitely uh, a, a attitude, mm-hmm. but you know, people don't understand it's, it's being unbothered is dealing with your emotions, you know what I'm saying? It is recognizing and realizing like, okay, I feel this way, you know what I mean, but why? And what's the best thing for me to do? Um, or when you get bothered, not staying there. That's something you learn, in, you know, especially in CBT, cognitive behavior therapy. Right. When you are bothered, when you are triggered, not staying there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, one thing you talked about a lot in this book is fear. Yeah. And how you can make fear actually be productive. Yeah. So for yourself, there's a lot of things that you went through at a young age that could have been scary for you or you were scared to do. What are some tips you would give people on how to make fear more productive for your life? Uh, well definitely, you know, realizing and recognizing, like, why you feel it, you know, facing it. It's, it's actually more productive than, you know, uh, staying stuck because that's what fear does. Fear kind of, like, paralyzes you from growing, you mm. know. Um, so, you know, fear early on definitely became my friend and my journey because, you know, stepping to the stage is, like, nerve-wracking too. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, you know <laughs> – when you get into the stage, it's always something different every time. You know what I'm saying? It might, you know, be some family stuff. You know, it, it, it might not just be that, you know, this sound man isn't working or this is going on. You know, um, being able to be productive and, and know that, you know, at the end, all you can do is give your best effort. You know, um, fear has been definitely, you know, in the front seat with me my whole journey. And I got a great relationship with her. I like having these conversations with people like you because you've been around for, for for such a long time. When you're young and, you know, you don't have the language that you have now, they'll throw you out on the stage even if you are dealing with something. You yeah. got you to gotta push through. Yep. So how how was that? How did you have to cope with that back then? Did you even realize that you were going through shit? Nah. Nah, actually, because I was so young, you know what I mean? Like, a, a lot of the time, you know, um, in the future certain things would come up and I would be like, why do I feel that way? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it was because, you know, I was um, in the moment, but 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 not really uh, present. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So what was, what, what would you say the reason to, you wrote this book? I would say the, uh, the main, the core reason is not only to share my stories, but, you know, like uh, the late great Nipsey Hussle say, you know, um, to inspire is the highest human act. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just uh, really hoping that, you know, I can be a voice, you know, for, you know, all the people that's coming up and that needed this inf- I needed this information. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I'm just hoping it inspires the world. You've been keeping a lot of shit in the tuck, though, Omar. You know, I feel like you, you feel like you came <laughs> with the book. Then the, the first it was the doc. Yeah. Then it was like Omarion's writing a book. I'm like, damn, you was holding yeah. all that in the chamber, huh? <laughs> yeah. Got an album, too, in the cut. Okay. You know what I mean? Got uh, Wrote a TV show. Okay. You know what Jeez. I mean? Doing a movie. So, yeah, I just buckled down and, and really started focusing on what I feel like, you know, these different verticals, like what I want to contribute at this point in time, you know, because it's hard to stay motiv- motivated in this game. You know, they're always changing the goalposts, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of people are not um, – you know, in tune all the time. You know, they're like, well, what are you doing? Or we're, you know, and it's like, yo, you know, I, I'm a, one of the few uh, child prodigies that came up in the game. So work for me is this, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This is my life. This is what I contribute the most energy to. So, 
you know, I'm always I'm always working on something. What if made that, you not respond though, right? Because you've been going through a lot the last ten years, right? <laughs> Everything, and every I mean, ninety percent of the people are gonna respond somehow, some way. Right? Yeah. Whether it's personal, whether it's relationship, whether it's family, whether it's your group, whether it's your label, right. whatever it is, you don't respond. Right. Why? I think that um, you know, I'm I'm a I am a methodical person. I am a thoughtful person. So a lot of the time, you know, if I am gonna respond, I wanna make sure that, you know, I get what I need from it. You know what I mean? Because rarely when we react into life that we actually get what we want you know what i mean so for me i've always just been like okay you know um at those moments you know those ups and downs of my career i've always just been like i'm gonna do what's best for me you know um do you check a box like i remember he said that in 2010 <laughs> she said oh, this. i definitely said i definitely this. have a a, a a mental list but, you know but, but you don't hold grudges nah no, I don't. I don't think because I, I'm mature enough to realize that a lot of people's uh, perspectives and just position in life are, you know, temporary. You know what I'm saying? Because things change. You know what I'm saying? So I try my best to not take things personal. You feel like you slipped a little with all these things that have been happening, and you have to be like, let me go back into my. Um, <laughs> no, theater. I think. No, I think that it's important to stand up for yourself too. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think people get confused when. You know, people speak up that it's like, oh, me not or me being bothered instead of being unbothered. But I think that it's important to also stand up for yourself mm -hmm. and speak up when you feel that. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's important as a man, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, to really speak up for yourself on your journey. Otherwise, you know, um, you know, things just don't happen. Good. But Okay, so what about Rasby saying he was triggered by certain things in the documentary? Mm -hmm. Did you feel some type of remorse like, okay... This was a serious issue, you know, for him. I think um, for Raz that, you know, um, it, it, he's, he's a really, it's interesting, you know, um, because, you know, he obviously is intelligent enough to um, see an opportunity to speak about things, you know, um, and use it to his advantage, you know. Um, and what do I mean by that? You know, I just mean that, you know, I've never, I mean, I know Rasby, you know what I mean? And I've never heard him say he's been triggered, you know what I mean? But I also, you know, have, uh, you know, along with my team, especially on tour, you know, have given him the opportunity to better his process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he hasn't taken those opportunities, you know. And the thing that's, I think, that's tough for me and a lot of people to understand it is, you know, as, you know, a type of brother, you know, you have to hold your brother accountable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when he said that he was triggered, I think that that is something that he could have felt. But, you know, if people watch actually watch the docu, you know, I was there supporting him. You know, although that small clip was out there, you know, me and my team, we were out there supporting him, asking him what he needed, you know, mm -hmm. um, trying to figure out, you know, our best to help him face, you know, these very traumatic things that he's been through, you know. So I just thought it was interesting, you know, that he decided to see the clip, you know, in which, you know, he, um, you know, wrote off on to say that he was being triggered. I, th I just thought it was interesting because he knows that, you know, I've, I've been there. Which means he wrote off on me. He had to sign off on his part in the documentary? Yes. I'm saying, like, you know, just was interesting. It's just like, yo, but, you know, we were on tour and we were supporting you. We told you, Raz. And how did that work? But you know how healing is, though. Healing is, like, it's not a destination. It's a That's journey. True. It's not That's linear. True. So something may not bother you on Monday, but That's that true. same thing might trigger you on Tuesday. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. I agree. You know, I just think that it's, it's interesting in the timing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because that clip had been out there for a couple of days and then it was just like, okay. But are you getting help, bro? Yeah. Are you taking yeah, the steps? Yeah. Are you taking the steps, you know, to to not always express, you know, your emotions through the Internet? Like, are you doing the work? man? That's real. Are you doing the work? That's not what I see. Mm -hmm. That's not what I see. And and how is it with, you know, because you guys were brothers growing up. Like, yeah. You guys were everywhere together. You guys grew up with each other. Yeah. So how is it that you guys really don't mesh and 
speak and communicate. And right. when they do, it's usually, I haven't heard you say really much bad about them, anything bad about them, but them talking bad about you. So right. how does that work? Because you all are still on tour, or were on. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, uh, that's a, uh, that's a challenging question just because, you know, there were a lot of people, you know, like, let, let's just take the concept of brotherhood, right? Correct. You know what I mean? Everybody has a different version of that, you know, unfortunately, mm -hmm. because some people don't actually have siblings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It means different things to different people. So I would say in one aspect through our journey, you know, we were put together to be brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't think in essence we, we were, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, there were a lot of people, you know, um, that made sure that we connected and then disconnected, you know what I mean? Um, you know, certain people on our journey, it's almost like we were made to be brothers to be secret enemies, you know what I mean? And there's only certain stories that could kind of, you know, embody like what that means, you know, because I believe in real brotherhood, jealousy doesn't exist. You know, you mm. might, you might feel like, you might feel like, okay, well, dang, look at my bro, he going up, I wanna be inspired, but it never makes you vindictive. It never mm -hmm. makes you jealous. It never makes you go past a certain point, you know, and with our journey, you know, things have went way past go, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I would say in the aspect of our journey, you know, we're, we're, we have a brotherhood, but in reality, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say that they identify as what I consider my brother, like my brother Orion, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like our journey, the things that we've shown each other, you know, um, the challenging times we have, the way we got through that, you know, that's how you're able to really truly identify who someone is to you in your life. You know what I mean? Somebody that loves you, you know, they don't do certain things. That's real. You know, they don't say certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if we just really looking at it, you know what I mean? As far as what it is, you know what I'm saying? If it act like a duck, if it talk like a duck, then it's a duck. You talk about forgiveness in the book too, though. Yes. So do you believe in that? I know you also say that there was like an elder person mm -hmm. who really was manipulative. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of caused the strain in the relationship. Do you think that there's a way to discuss things behind the scenes, off camera, and come to some healing? Because you did, you know, sit down with Jay Boog and give him a chance. You talk about that in the book as well. Uh -huh. And, you know, decide to reconnect and go on tour. Right. But can you see something like that happening? Or do you feel like some things, like you said, fuck it, I can't control it? Yeah, I think that there's definitely a lot of, uh, you know, healing, you know what I'm saying, that could go on and that would be awesome you know what i'm saying but i would also say that like you know we're all definitely on different levels but as far as forgiveness goes um in the aspect of the book the reason why forgiveness is so important because as you know it's for you too mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and it doesn't mean that you have to you know decide now because i forgive you that you know we're all of a sudden going to do what we was doing you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. You know, it's a process, you know, and I would say for me, you know, um, it, it's been a it's been a long journey. It's been such a process for me to be able to really understand how certain things in certain people's lives and even in their journeys that you can't even speak about. It's not even your right, you know, to mm -hmm. be like, yeah, well, y'all don't really know what happened because I do. And I'm just choosing to be respectful to, you know, allow someone to really speak about their journey, you know what I mean? Right. And that's so important, you know what I'm saying, to not step on people's toes. And for me, you know, I, I've forgiven them, you know what I'm saying? So you forgive well, them, but not necessarily forget or not necessarily want to be in, you know, well, a brotherhood right. or a relationship <laughs> or anything with them ever again. You're like, I can forgive you, but yeah, yeah. I ain't fucking with you. Well, it's like, I can forgive you, you know, but at this point in time, you know, it, you know, our relationship, you know, it, it doesn't serve, you know, where I need to be and the energy that I must keep myself in in order to keep my own peace, you know. Um, and that's the most interesting thing about people you love, you know what I'm saying? You even got to take breaks from them, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if you want to, you know, put it plainly, then I would say, do, yeah. do, do we ever know a person's whole story, though? Because you said that you know... Um, 
you know, you said you you, you wouldn't speak on certain things because yeah. you, I guess, know. But do you ever really truly know everything that a person's dealt with? I think that um, I think I think yes and no. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think the people closest know. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though it is another perspective. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain people. Like I could speak about my kids in a, in, a, in a certain type of way, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I think there's people that know, mm-hmm. you know. But for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, um, you can surmise what's going on, mm-hmm. and you can definitely see the influences, and you can see, you know, who takes, you know, more percentage of the influence, you know, through the actions. So, yeah. I want I wanted to ask, and you know, we haven't seen you in a long time, so for we sure. got a zillion more questions. <laughs> for sure. When when one of the members of the group was talking to your baby's mother, uh-huh. your, your children's mother. Yeah. April? Yeah. April, yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's when you think about certain things as a man, like, you know, punch me in my face, keep my car, For sure. you know, pop my tires, call me a bitch-ass nigga. Right. But certain things you just don't do. So at that point, how did you feel, and did you know? Um, Yeah, I knew. You know, I heard. And, you know... It really turned up my unbothered because you know, <laughs> it turned up my unbothered. <laughs> no, I did. No, I did in a whole nother way. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew that what he was doing was on purpose. You know, and, and it didn't really prove anything. You know what I'm saying? It didn't really prove anything because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you have to recognize that people make their own choices. And and most of the time it don't even have nothing to do with you. You know what I'm saying? So he made that choice, and I don't think it was a smart choice. You know what, what, I'm what about her? Did you ever feel like, why Why are you doing this? Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I asked that question, you know, many times. You know, because I, I can't put, you know, for the sake, you know, understand. But, but you know, from, from her perspective, you know, someone that's hurt, you know what I'm saying? You know, hurt people hurt people, you know what I mean? And... Some people just take it to another level, you know what I mean? And she definitely took it to a whole nother level. You know what I mean? And I, I remember us having that conversation here, and I said, well, I don't know if uh, Omarion and uh, Fizz are close. They might right. not be close. But like right. I said, so in his mind, that might not be a violation. But for, but for her, right. clearly y'all had a situation, relationship. Y'all were yeah. close. Yeah, I mean, anybody that's around me, you know what I mean, anybody that I invite into my space, you know what I mean? I'm obviously comfortable with them, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, um, to say that we ain't close, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, because this was like early on, you know, and early on, you know, when I, you know, invited, and this is probably the last time I'll speak about this, you know what I'm saying? I saw um, you do your breathing exercise. <laughs> as, as, as you were talking. I saw it, I saw it. Asking, was doing it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's probably the last time I'll speak about this. It's the only but, time I heard you ever speak about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, uh, when me and Fizz linked back up, you know, um, it was it was like definitely some synergy. You know what I'm saying? Like he was definitely in a different, you know, uh, personality. You know what I'm saying? You know, I would say that he was more like humble. You know, he needed he needed something. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when we was hanging out, you know, that's what the vibe was. You know what I mean? We were going on bike rides. We was really essentially getting back to a new level, you know, of of brotherhood, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And there was times that he came over, you know what I mean? And he was dealing with other girls and he came over while me and April were in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? His invitation, you know, to be on Love and Hip Hop, like all of that, you know what I mean? So that's why I said it turned up my father because I knew that it was intentional, you know what I mean? And it was just like, why are you doing that though, bro? Like, what do you get from this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what... You, you think you won a contest or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what you did was destroy something, you know, um, that, you know, one apology, you know what I mean, is not enough. You know what I'm saying? So. And you still decided to go on tour with them. Yeah. So what was that decision like? Because. And what did your mom say? Most people would be like, she was F that. I'm never effing with you again. So what was that? Because you had to forgive to at least allow them to go exactly. on tour. Exactly. And allow them to make money. Right. Yeah, so what What the most important thing to me, you know, um, outside of my own experience, you know, um, for myself, you know, once I had kids, 
You know what I mean? That changed everything for me, you know, and that changed everything for me just as far as, you know, my consideration and, you know, them not asking to be here and, you know, what it means to really be a father. You know what I mean? To be a father, you have to consider those things, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, I had to ask myself, was my hate or my disdain for my experience, you know, uh, more important than, you know, the connections and the impact that I've had on music, you know, um, during my time in the group. And when I thought about how impactful that would be to my kids, you know, that was that was pretty much how I decided, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, you know, whatever they did, you know what I mean, whatever people did, like it can't compare to that. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was my that was my um deciding factor. You know? oh. And what she said about your mom, what did your oh, mom say? Oh, yeah, no, my mom was just like, I mean, everybody in support, you know, my family. Um, and I have to definitely, you know, thank Michelle, you know what I mean? Because Michelle was re- the real reason why I, I decided to go on tour. Because she helped me understand that, you know, because for so long, you know what I mean, I, um, you know, have been Who's on Michelle, my, by the way? The hurt right there. She's my business partner. Okay, she, okay, yeah, okay. She's my CEO of my company, okay. uh, OWW Omarion Worldwide. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, she really helped me see the value in, um, you know, why it was important to do it as well because, you know what I'm saying, uh, for the longest, I've been, you know, uh, you know, striving to mature from Omarion from B2K, you know what I mean? And, you know, so many other artists has had an opportunity to do that. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce, you know, Justin Timberlake, you know what I'm saying? Um, Bobby I've, Brown. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I've, I've always been pulled back, you know what I mean? And I couldn't figure figure that out, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like you did break. I feel like you do have your own identity outside of B2K. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, do, I do have my own identity, but, you know, as far as the connectivity, you know, to the imprint in which how B2K separated, it was undone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, un, it was undone, not from us, the group, it was undone in our experience, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why it came back around. So that's what I mean. I don't mm-hmm. mean not having an identity outside of that because I've obviously been successful as a solo artist, mm-hmm. you know, on my own with number one albums, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's not what I mean. I just mean, you know, being supported by, you know, everyone to never have to revisit that and it being just something that, was a treat, which ended up being, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which ended up still being. But because of my experience, I felt definitely not good about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it had to come back around in order for me to deal with it again. And, and you think it's like closure? For sure, mm-hmm. on, on so many levels. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would never think that I would become an author. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I spent a year and a half, you know what I'm saying, writing and asking myself question after question. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, you know, this is a purposeful journey. You know what I mean? And you reflected on your relationship with your father yeah, as well. He was incarcerated when you were younger, and you guys did end up reconnecting. How do you think that's molded you into who you are? Um, it's molded me in, in a very unique way. You know what I mean? You always hear about people not having their fathers and having, um, you know, that male influence. But it turned into so many great things for me, you know, like, me being the thing that I wanted the most, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then fast forward, us having a relationship now, you know what I mean? Like, we took our first trip uh, last year, we went to DR, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And we just chilled and it's like, you know, it's so dope, you know, to be able to see where I come from and to realize, you know, some of my quartz and, and you know, perspectives as a person, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and it's dope to get that ladder on in life, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have really a lot of OGs or, you know, men in the game, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people that I look up to really actually give me information that was useful, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So essentially, I had to be my own OG, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I look at some of the OGs differently because of that, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I'm a young OG and I didn't really have no help like that. You know I'm, what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm glad so many brothers are having that conversation because the first time I ever had a breakthrough in therapy, first time I ever cried in therapy was discussing 
it's my daddy issues, basically. Right. You know what I mean? Because we want that relationship with our fathers yeah. so bad, and some of us don't have it. You right. know, then you get older, you got your own kids, and you kind of just winging it because nobody ever showed you how exactly. to really be a, a good father. Exactly, exactly. And that um, <laughs> later on in life, man, it was like it was like a treat. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm like I'm like so happy that I go get to kick it with my dad, and you know what I'm saying? He fly. You know what I'm saying? Like. He liked to do things a certain type of way, and I'm like, oh, okay. Damn. You see you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's so dope when I see my son, because that's that's what I see, you know what I'm saying? And, dope. You know, he just, he just uh, got a phone, and now he, like, <laughs> texts me things that he likes. And I'm oh, just like, what? He's eight. He's eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Mega. <laughs> He's probably going to watch this one day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <One day>. so, <laughs> let's talk about divine timing, because I find it so interesting that there was the verses. Yeah. Right? Probably didn't go the way you wanted it to go right. fully. For sure. You you seem like you reacted with work. For sure. You reacted with the doc. You reacted with the book. For sure. How does that come about? Because clearly that's divine timing. Yo, that's facts. Yeah. <laughs> that's facts. Um, I just been preparing. I just been preparing. And like you said, you know, divine timing. And even though, um, you know, versus didn't go, you know, it still was, you know, wildly successful, the most successful one. You know, so... To be able to show up in the journey and be able to be like, you know what, damn, this might not have been the way that I wanted things to go, but oh, wait a minute, watch this move right here. Mm -hmm. So I'm really highly thankful for, you know, all the energies, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Rest in peace, my my Nana, she transitioned earlier this year, you know what I mean? So I definitely feel like the ancestors on the other side is moving certain things in the universe for me, um, and I'm just excited, man. So How did you what, feel when people were questioning your talent? Yeah, I was gonna say, what went wrong that night? What what would you have changed? <laughs> well, you know, it was a lot of things that went wrong that night. First, being um, not not having sound check, and then also another representative. Why didn't you do a sound check? Was that, it? It was no time. Oh, it, was they, no time. They, it was so underwhelming. They were not prepared, you know, for what I uh, expected to be kind of, you know, uh, a night in R and B that. Just kind of turned the sexy up on the planet again, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, really, let's talk about the women, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it became kind of hip hop really, really fast, you know what I'm saying? Early on, it was like that was the set of the energy, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And um, it was like from that, from the rip, it was like it was on for the rest of the night, you know what I'm saying? So, but again, you know what I mean? I wouldn't change anything, you know what I mean? Um, and what was your question again? How did you feel about people questioning your talent? Oh yeah, I think that that's the mark of a legend. You know what I'm saying? I I remember, I remember, uh, you know, hearing people say Michael Michael Jackson couldn't sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, when when you when you have been doing something for so long, mm-hmm. you know, you can definitely have an off night. You know what I mean? Um, but that is not the telltale of you know of a 22 year career. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that's another um, strike. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, It felt like people took the opportunity to say things to you that they've always wanted to say. <laughs> it definitely felt that's like what it felt like. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that was crazy. It, it was a lot of energy for me, you know, but it's all good. It, it had to bother you a little bit. Um, you're an artist, and as well, Eric Badu well, said, you're sensitive well, about your, your shit. <laughs> well, let me say, it definitely may challenge me unlike I've been challenged in such a long time to, le- <laughs> to level up wait, wait, because wait. you know I'm one of those people mm-hmm. that you know I don't really move for much you know what I'm saying like you know because I, I study and I practice and I work on my craft so much you know what I mean so I'm, I'm unmoved but one thing that can move me one thing that has moved me you know was the will to just be better and I think that that's something different in my generation than like, you know, Stevie Wonder and, and Marvin. It's like when, when I got to enjoy their art, they were already at their highest level, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But people that's born in the 80s, you know, 84, LeBron, myself, certain people that's born in that time, it's like we're able to show you like we're getting better, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's so very interesting in my time, you know what I'm saying? Um, because I I plan on performing and doing what I love for the rest of my life, you know what I'm saying? In all capacities, you know what I'm saying? As uh, an entertainment mogul, you know what I mean? A director, a writer, a producer, all of these, you know, I plan on doing this for life, so. Um, I believe that 
I mean, your five acts of joy, three of them have to do with that singing, writing, and piano. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's all about entertainment and performing. And so this is something you would do no matter what. Yeah, because it's the real expression of exuberance. And it's like, if you live in, that's really what you want to display. You know what I mean? Like when you get that big check, it's like you want to dance and you want to be happy. You know what I'm saying? When something good goes well, it it, it shows up in your body. You know what I'm mm -hmm, saying? Right. So, you know, um, for me, that's how I want to live. You know what I mean? And I want to be the epitome. I will be you know, the epitome of that, you know, expressing joy because it's really, it really makes this experience worth living. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. all of the other things, you know what I'm saying? All of the other, you know, aspects of life, you know what I mean? That are necessary too, you know what I'm saying? In order to create a balanced experience. But, you know, it it doesn't always feel good. You know what I'm saying? So You got the chapter called Purpose. What what do you think your main life purpose is? Because sometimes I, I wonder, is it anything to do with entertainment? I feel like purpose is bigger than that in some some ways. Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, my purpose on this planet is to remind people that joy is a choice. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. you know, through this experience, you know what I mean, you'll have, you'll run into some things, you know what I'm saying, that can make or break your experience. You know what I mean? And it's really up to you, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day to be able to choose happiness, you know what I'm saying, period. I was going to ask, what's your relationship with uh, Rick Ross? Because I know that you guys, as far as business is concerned, yeah. decided to dissolve it. And I heard him, you know, throw a couple shots and a couple of songs. <laughs> right. So what, what is your relationship and why? Why did you decide to leave or whatever it may be? Well, you know, I was under the impression, you know, at the time of, you know, Maybach Music Inception, you know, what it is that I contributed to his business, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like on that level, he respects me and he know he has to respect me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, you know, that's cool, you know, but as far as personally, you know, man, it's all good, man. Rose is one of the funniest persons, like, to come across, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, if I see him, salute, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, he showed me, he showed me some things, you know what I'm saying? So because he showed me things, you know, even though, you know, um, he could have helped more, you know what I'm saying? He could have, you know, he could have, um, you know, um, lend more of a hand than, you know, what he was uh, maybe, you know, portraying to, you know, be. But, um... Yeah, I appreciate the experience, man. I had so much fun over in Maybach Music and making that music at that time and, you know, being able to create an alias Maybach O oh, to feel a part of something that was, like, truly outside of my culture and outside of myself. How hands-on was he when he... Because, you know, Ross has an air, right? You yeah. can listen to Ross's albums and melodically yeah. they sound amazing. Yeah. How hands-on was he with your projects, if he was? Yeah, no, nah, man, Rosé shows up, you know what I'm saying? Ro Rosé was there, you know what I mean? Like, he definitely, like... All right, this what you want to do? Oh, boom, do it. You know what I'm saying? When when it was that time, you know what I'm saying? But when it was that when it wasn't that time, it wasn't that time. You know what I'm saying? It was time for some other things. What could he have done more of? You think? For you? I just I I, was, I would just say you know one one of one of the uh, one of the tales for me you know what I'm saying was the last conversation him and I had when um you know he came out to L A and you know I just expressed him as a businessman you know. I need to prepare myself, you know what I'm saying, for, you know, my transitions. And, you know, respectfully, you know, if there's something going on with you in Atlantic, you know, just let me know so I can prepare myself, you know what I'm saying? I was very clear with him with that, you know what I mean? He was like, I got you, you know what I mean? And then it was like, uh, you know, Maybach Music is no longer a label and it's, you know, I got to go and actually do the work that was necessary for my journey to like figure out, you know, where I was. And it wasn't in a good position, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's really what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, we had a conversation, you know what I'm saying? But you didn't honor that, and you didn't feel like you needed to, so. Do you, do you think uh, sometimes as black artists, being that we're black, instead of approaching it from just business, we look at all these situations like family, whether it's B2K, uh -huh. whether it's Maybach music, like. Instead of looking at it from just the strictly business aspect, we're like, oh, now nah, we're a family. So we get extra disappointed when things don't work out? 
Um, I think that there is, you know, a, a, a feeling and an aspect, you know, to business when you do people when you do business with people that you like. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say it's just a family thing, you know. Mm -hmm. It's people that you like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So um, I think that, you know, being transparent is is important and it's imperative for the success of the brand, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, if you do business with somebody and they're not willing to take accountability, then, you know, you're kind of just left out there, you mm -hmm. know, with, without a plan, you know. And it feels like a trust thing, too. Yeah, but I think the point of, of, of business is, is success. <laughs> That's the point of, you know, our merger. We're, we're coming together to, you know, benefit each other, you know, not for me to get more from you or for, you know, it to be vice versa. You know, it, it has to be a mutual thing. That's the only kind of business I'm interested in. You know what I'm saying? You, you go to therapy, right? Um, no. Oh, you never been? Okay, okay. No, I haven't. Carl, I'm going to ask, what, 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 what has Omarion done wrong in any of these situations? I, I think... Um, I think uh, not speak up, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not speak up, maybe not have the words to, you know, um, you know, voice my opinion. And and also, I think I'm a little, you know, early on because I started so young, you know, I'm a little gullible, you know what I mean? Just as far as business, you know what I'm saying? And as far as what people don't give you, what people are not supposed to give you, you know what I'm saying? like. The respect that sometimes you assume you might get, but that you're never really shown. You know what I'm saying? So I would say that, you know, that's definitely on me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't have no problem, you know what I'm saying, being honest about my mistakes and mm -hmm. um, taking accountability, you know what I mean, for anything that I've done wrong to people. You know what I'm saying? Um, that they may have felt that I've done wrong. You know what I mean? Um, if you have, if you, if you ever came across me and, and, you know, have a relationship with me, and you were confused about something, there was always an opportunity for you to be able to, you know, gain some clarity, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the actions, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that we always have to bring into question when we speaking about people's personalities, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's layers to this, you know what I'm saying? And people have to be held accountable for what they're projecting versus their actions, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, you know, what what I would say you know, that I've done wrong, it's just, it's just that, you know what I'm saying? Just not, you know, but it has gained me such a heightened level of awareness, you know what I'm saying, that it's probably second to none, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I've been through it over and over again, you know what I mean? So I know I know where I'm going, you know what I mean? What, what does Joy look like to Omarion? Hanging out with my kids, the water, the beach, you know what I'm saying? A woman, you know what I mean? Some curves, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some pleasant words, some reading, you know what I'm saying? Some some sex, some, you know, making love, some fucking, you know what I mean? Like, all of that. Mm -hmm. There's like four different ways to say sex. Well, when people hear that and be like, some people be like, what's the difference between making love and fucking? Just explain to them. Okay. I would say that um, the difference between making love is connecting on a deeper level, you know? Connecting through um, experiences, connecting through um, touch, connecting through, um, you know, spirituality. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference between making love and fucking. You know what I'm saying? Fucking is more of a sport. You know what I'm saying? It's more in the, in the physical aspects, which, you know, there's some levels in there, too. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, Look like you having a flashback. <laughs> you just talk about nah, 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 Birdman and Rock. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking about it. You know what I mean? But yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's a wide range. When you things. make music, what, what music do you like to make? Do you like to make soundtracks for fucking or making love? What's your? I favorite? like to do a mix. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? I like to do a mix um, because my experience has been very vast. So um, I like to do a mix, but more of love, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. More of love because um, that is where intention lies, you know what I'm saying? Anyone could, you know what I mean, go to the gym and work out and, and be big, you know what I mean? But to actually diet and to like start carving out that muscle, you know, it requires a different level, a different type of discipline, you know what I'm saying? How many times have you made love in your life, Mario? A few times. With same person or different people? Nah, different women. Okay. Yeah, different women. You know, um, 
you know, to feel vulnerable enough to express yourself is like a scary thing, especially for a man, especially for someone, you know, like me, you know what I mean? Uh, but to feel comfortable like that, those times was like priceless, you know. That's how I made my first uh, child, you know what I'm saying? Making love? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it was like mega popped up, bam. I'm like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, this thing works. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this thing works, you know what I mean? But what an experience, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's yeah, how we, we appreciate you for joining us, brother. Well, I, yeah, I, I got a couple more questions, oh, man. Like, you know, he asked the question, what are you willing <laughs> to struggle for? Yeah. Do you, do you believe people are willing to, to, to struggle to accomplish their goals? And do you have to struggle? That's um, the other thing, especially when it comes to our kids. We don't yeah. want our kids to struggle. That's why we right. work in the way we work. Yeah, I think that uh, a, a necessary um, struggle is, is imperative to life. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because it makes you, you know, a parent to balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everything is not good and everything is not bad. You know, life is polaris, you know what I'm saying? Polarities. So some of the things that I'm willing to struggle for is is the things that I go through, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like my experience, you know what I'm saying? Um, in this industry, what I'm, you know, willing to contribute, you know what I'm saying? Not being motivated because so many people hating on you, you know what I mean? Like digging down and figuring out like, oh, okay, I do this for a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, like awards and all of that is nice. You know what I'm saying? But to be able to be a part of a movie, like you got served to change people. You know, I was mm -hmm. just in France, you know what I mean? And I went out there solely um, for um, this thing called Dance Fusion, which all dance competition, you know what I mean? Like, and the amount of love, you know what I mean? Across, mm -hmm. on the world and in the world, like, yo, you know what I mean? That's transitioning to, you know, the movies and the other aspects of my career, you know what I mean, that I'll be exploring as a mogul. So I wouldn't take nothing back, but I'm willing to struggle for those things. And you said one woman told you that her um, best friend died in Icebox. Yeah, was that was wild. Yeah, and they buried a picture with me, you know what I mean? Uh, which was like, at the time, I didn't really understand that, you know what I mean? But to be able to show up in someone's life, you know what I mean? Fans hit me. Sometimes be like, yeah, you was in my dream. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? That's connecting on a deeper level, you know, that is unseen. You know what I'm saying? So to be gifted that in this lifetime experience, you know, I want it to be a good one. You know what I mean? Wherever I show up in people's lives, I want it to be prolific. You know, I want it to be, you know, something like that story. You know what I mean? Like, they... You know, they had, they shared so many great memories with my music that it was so intense that they wanted to bury a picture, you know, in his casket as he is transitioning from this lifetime. He put a picture that in her mind that made him happy, hmm. you know, in his, wherever he going, you know what I'm saying? So that's deep, you know what I mean? So I just want to, you know, continue to honor that as an artist. I want to ask you a couple more questions, uh, yeah. especially in particular the, the the Drink Champs interview. Oh, right? okay. Um, I, I saw Fizz said that he he can't he's not in contact with you because he never had your number and it's always been like that. <laughs> Is that true? How does that sound? Man? I'm just I'm asking. I don't know. I just... That sounds crazy, man. <laughs> How's he sounds... coming to your house without calling you first? Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on, ye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on, man, that's a joke. But, you know, he feels some type of way, so. And, and he, he also said that you went solo because he had sex with a woman you liked. Oh, man. <laughs> and that was so long ago. Um, nah, I don't remember that happening. Fizz was, um, he was the first one to go solo because, you know, Fizz was like. The rapper. The, yeah, and the, mm -hmm. yeah, and, you know, the rapper was like the most famous in the group. You know what I'm saying? So Fizz was definitely like in front, you know what I mean, as far as you know, um, certain vibes, you know what I mean, in the group, you know what I mean? You know how, like, okay, Fizz doing something, oh, he on his own way, oh, shit, we all getting on our own way, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I viewed it like that. Um, Didn't they kick you out the group? Basically. Nah, it, nah not really. Nah, it wasn't their fault. I take that back. <laughs> nah, it wasn't their fault. It, it, was, it was Chris Stokes' fault, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because, you know, he made us become brothers, and then, you know, he separated us, you know what I mean? So Is he the elder that you talk about? Um, he's one of the elders. Okay. You know what I mean? You don't have a relationship with him now. Uh uh. Now, you know, Rasby and I think it's been 
rumored that, you know, he talks about sexual abuse with, with Chris Stokes. Have you ever seen anything like that? I haven't. I haven't seen anything like that. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I haven't. Hmm. Word. Yeah. Well, Amarion, unbothered. Unbothered. Yeah, unbothered. And look, to be clear, nah, just like you know, I, I, so fun. He's not funny to me, but it's like I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm answering when I want to answer. He don't. He don't engage when he doesn't. He, anything he don't want to engage, he's and he's not engaging. He's I, I respect that. <laughs> No. And as he said in his book, it that. is not a tell-all book or anything like that. There's a nah. couple of stories that are relevant, yeah. you know, to what it is that you're trying to portray about yeah. the spirituality aspect of it. But yeah. it's not a tell-all, juicy yeah, nah. type of book. No, nah, I really want people to understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, through the fire, through it all, you know what I'm saying? You got to make certain choices. Right. And it's up to you, you know what I'm saying? It's really up to you. You know what I mean? And I also, do. I also don't think y'all realize the impact y'all... Well, maybe y'all do. I, I don't think y'all realize the impact y'all had on the generation. Because truth be told, I didn't realize it until yeah. I talked to people like I think they Taylor, know. you know what I mean, right. who grew up on B2K. They, yeah. they go, go to the... Tours, what's yeah. the tour now? The Screams? Not the Screams. Millennium, Millennium Tour. Millennium Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah they go yeah, to the Millennium yeah. Tour and stuff now yeah. and they love y'all. So yeah. it's like the more y'all talk, the more questions people have. Yeah. It almost feels like their childhood was a lie. <laughs> yeah. You know I what I mean? Was it? I don't know. Was it? What? No, I'm just asking. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying okay, the more yeah. the more they hear y'all talk, the, the, that generation feels like their childhood was a lot because they looked at y'all like brothers. Right. They thought everything was all good. And, and I think the reason why I say that is because I think that because we grew up together, there is things to observe in that. And that's the, re that's the reason why mm. this book mm -hmm. is here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we grew up together. We all went through similar things. You know, we all have people that you know were around that could have done more it could have said things it mm -hmm. could have did things a certain type of way but guess what some of them ain't being held accountable mm -hmm. and you know we're gonna either leave it up to the universe to handle that you know which always handles that mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or something's gonna happen i feel you like there's I mean? another book coming <laughs> no i'm just saying we <laughs> but i'm saying we see it with certain songwriters yeah. mm -hmm. you can't get away you can't get away for the things that you do on this planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Period. I want my generation to understand that. You know what I'm saying? Read the book. Get the book. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? This is for you. Do you feel like you're opening up more... You open up another can of worms by putting out the doc? Nah. By doing a book, you think? Nah. Okay. Nah, because, you know, this is my story. You know what I'm saying? This is my story, and I own my story. Either you tell it or someone else will. Yeah, that As and also it's, it's it's great. It's not bad. It's great. You, what still, is stand, you still stand by the background dancers remark or you feel bad about that? Nah, nah, you know what? Um when I think about that, you know, I thought that was funny because I'ma just, you know, keep it player with you, you know what I'm saying? As you seen with the mother of my children, like I'm never pressed off of a woman choosing up or who she wanna be with. That's not my personality. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, women choose, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um but for me, that's that's not what it was about. You know what I'm saying? That's trivial and, and a drop, you know what I mean, in the ocean of, of the other things that we all have shared and mm -hmm. experienced mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? Come on, man. That's small. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's more funny to me. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that's just like, that don't, what does that have to do with anything, bro? You know what I mean? What's up, man? You know? And you think really all communication is done? Like, because God forbid, we live in a real crazy world. Yeah. You see the things that's happening to yeah. people. Yeah. If something was to happen to one of them, wouldn't you feel some sort of way? Yeah, man. I don't want nothing to happen to nobody. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I wish everybody well, man. I don't. I don't wish no ill on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I wish them well, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really hope that they see through this experience and they take a little bit more accountability, you know what I mean, moving forward. And I, I like, I hope that they, you know, um, do good things for their life, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't wish nobody bad, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. What does Marcus Houston say about all of this? I don't know. I don't speak to him. You don't speak to Marcus Houston? Mm -mm. I, oh, I didn't know that. I haven't spoke to him in so long, you know what I mean? I thought but, that was your real, that's not your real brother? No. Oh, shit. I'm the eldest and... 
You funny, Charlemagne. Because <laughs> be looking at you like, nigga, don't that. do that. I've never heard that. Oh, okay. a goddamn lie. Because you sitting in the warrior? Brothers? Yes. No, I, I always thought that was the older brother. Yo, Ryan. I knew yeah, Ryan too. Brother. Ryan came later. Right. Yeah, no, Ryan. Nah, that's my real brother. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm the oldest. Yeah. And, what, and, and, and what is, she just asked me to ask you, what does watermelon have to do with, with everything? Okay. <laughs> Do you like watermelon? Oh, gosh. Do you like watermelon? <laughs> yes, watermelon is, is one of the best. It's very healthy. Food. Yes, it, very it healthy. is. It, good it, for your heart, good for your skin. Okay, thank you. Yes. And see, so, and that's the window, <laughs> and that's the window that people just don't want to walk through because they want to just stay at the, you know, sexual aspect of it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> good things are like sex. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we are all addicted to it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So when you mix the fruit with the sex, you know what I'm saying? That's another level. You might want to try that. You know what I'm saying? Try watermelon, Taylor. I'm telling you, you might want to try that. You want to, might just want to start by kissing somebody, with, somebody that you love with watermelon and, and see how you feel. It's interesting. They give you flack for it, but when Beyonce just randomly said it in a song, <laughs> nobody cared. She right. ran just randomly watermelon. You just, no, B. Yeah. Oh, say it. It's a problem. Right. Oh, do it. It's a problem. <laughs> All right. Well, Omarion, yeah. we appreciate Thank you guys so much. The, the power usually, of choose and joy. Usually we'd be like, well, where's the new record? But you ain't got no record for us today. Yes, yes I do. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. What's, what's this record? Let's go. Introduce it. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Hold on. I got too excited. Oh. No, we got the album. It's ready. It's in the clip. We can't get a record? Yeah, we can get a record. I mean, we but... only syndicated 130 plus markets. Everybody yeah. listens. Not so yet? It... Okay. Okay. Soon. Okay. We should That's probably we should probably we should probably send it to y'all so we can see you know what I mean okay because honestly I have to salute you Envy you always been a supporter you've always like and enjoyed my music and mm -hmm. supported me you know what I mean so this um this new album this new project Full Circle man I want I want to definitely send it to you first that's what okay. it's called Full Circle it's called Full Circle okay yeah All right. a lot of features you come you see where I'm going with this yeah, yeah. we get it it's it's prophetic it's like, oh okay when's it going right. is it coming out for the years over. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. It's Omario. <laughs> Peace. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.